0: good morning everyone welcome to the Kickstarter podcast presented by our friends at pro taper handlebars and controls uh i'm don Maeda, joined in the office by chase curtis our regular co-host alex ray who is back and uh mike Antonovich, who's en route back to uh st louis from houston so we're just uh at the end of a wild three round marathon in uh in houston texas so uh I I tapped out after round two and came home, and uh, Anton stayed. Obviously, you stayed. Of course. But uh, you could have tapped out anyway, though, because you didn't make the main round three. I
1: didn't want to <laughs> tap out. I just, I, unfortunately, I, I had to just pack my shit and go home. Yeah. You know, after the after the LCQ, which sucks, but, hey, that's part of racing.
0: But, dude, good job at uh, H1 and H2, buddy. Get yeah, the I appreciate and, it. Thank you. And, uh... It's five points? Five points? Six. At, six six points, points at round two. Hell nice.
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, I think five <coughs> points at round two. I have six points altogether. I had one point. Okay. But uh, – Do you
0: get one point for 22nd? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know
1: So, So, um, pretty much, I mean, I'm happy with where I am. Yes, I missed out on the main, which I should have been in at H3. But, dude, yeah. with, the, with the field the way it is, I feel like this is one of the toughest years um, to start out at. I mean, there's a lot of guys are healthy. I mean, there's a few guys hurt right now, which, I mean – Uh, you know, it sucks, which they'll be back here pretty soon. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be a tough year for sure for everybody. And, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm stoked on where I'm at. I feel good. Mm -hmm. So with the the help of Swap Moto Live, I think that, you know, we'll we'll get to the top, dude. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: But but literally, like, there's 17 factory or factory supported racers. Yep. Right. So that leaves five spots for privateers. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, yeah. I,
1: feel, I mean, like, what do you mean for privateers? I feel like there's more. There's more than that.
0: More than. Oh, how many are there, Anton? I, I saw. I count heart yeah. wrapped.
1: I count heart wrapped. Yeah, he as counts. A, yeah. As a factory guy? Yeah, including and then him. All, all the Moto Concepts, too. Let me look at the Europa. It's got to be like 19. It's yeah. got to no, be really. Well, close. you got to think, too. Davalos, he's on a fucking factory bike. Yeah. 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 Hold on. I'm, I'm what's looking you, What's your up. count,
0: Anton? Did we lose Anton?
2: Hopefully not. Dude. Uh oh. Anton, maybe he's under a bridge. Did the wind blow him <laughs> off the
0: road? <laughs> maybe. Oh yeah, I just dropped this call. Let's call him back. Bro, you're full of I'm shit. There's th- 20. There's yeah, 20. Yeah, I was 20? gonna say there's, there's only 20.
2: like two guys. I'm, in every main, there's like two guys that aren't mm-hmm. on a team or like Is a backcourt team. Yeah, yeah, and it's been me and Chiz.
1: Yeah, 100%. It's been me yeah. and Chiz. That's it. Mm-hmm. Everyone else, yeah. Yeah, dude, that's nuts. Sh- should I should I name all all the twenty no. off? <laughs> yeah, yeah, go through them. Okay, we'll go. With, we'll start with Eli Tomac. Okay. okay. Uh, Ken Roxon, number two. Let's see. Adam Cincerello, Zach Osborne, Justin Brayton, Cooper Webb, Dean Wilson, Justin Barsha, Marvin Muskan, Aaron <laughs> Plessinger, Malcolm Stewart, J- Jason Anderson, Martin Davalos, Dylan Fernandez, Justin Bogle, Benny Bloss, Vince Freeze, Joey Savacci, Brock Tickle, Brendan Hartraff. That's twenty. Jeez.
0: Freezy is a privateer. I mean, it's a factory level team that Mike Genova fields, but.
1: So, so you're saying that Vince Freeze, Benny Bloss, and Brock
3: Tickle are, are privateers?
0: I think technically aren't they? Aren't they, Anton? They
3: get some Honda support, but it's not like to They're, the crazy, crazy level their like bikes are good. Honda was or anything yeah. like that. Their bikes are great. Yeah, yeah exactly. With and, everything they
0: have. And what about Brayton? Is
3: yeah, that's Muckoff
0: technically. For Britain, yeah, uh, I would
3: say he would. Well, his is different too because he gets a lot of support from all different areas. It sounds mm-hmm. like the bikes kind of come from Honda Australia and mm-hmm. then Honda that Team twisted Honda HRC.
2: Yeah,
3: twisted builds the engine, but then like he gets the factory Honda parts for that front brake, yep. the show a suspension stuff like that. So there, it's weird. And then I don't know if this got picked up or not before my phone cut off you got a guy like Freddie Noren who gets Cowie and Showa support. Right. Mm-hmm. Bowers will have the same thing pretty soon, too. So there are some guys that are within no, the think, pit area that get stuff think, sprinkled around.
1: I think Bowers got clipped from yeah, Cowie. Yeah, he got clipped from Cowie. Yeah. Bowers got clipped from Cowie. Oh, Cali. he did? Yeah. That's okay. why he's not He's not yeah. racing. He was, in
0: he was, a Area he's got 43's number. He's got him covered.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're in there. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah, I, dude. they <laughs> he
1: the <laughs> hey, Freddie Noren had the toughest. I, I Props to him. Because he had the toughest day on Saturday. I don't know if Anton seen. He's seen God hey, like six, thought, s- six times at least. <laughs> dude, landed on Van Martin. Jesus. Nose-picked the triple. Killed himself. Like, landed on tough blocks. Oh.
3: Like, crashed in the whoops. Uh, dude, the list goes on.
0: Really? Oh, yeah. No,
3: he he picked his bike up after that triple case in the sand i saw the bike like fly into the sand i was like well shit where's the rider because there was no urgency from the flaggers to like get out there and i'm like bro is this guy pinned under the bike and then like two minutes later freddie comes walking over and i'm like oh my god here we go
1: Jeez, man. Yeah, he ha- yeah. he had a tough day at H three for sure. Yeah. Hey,
3: hey, hey, Ray. How hard was that track compared to the first two? Because that thing was yeah. a whole different world.
1: No, it it was for sure a lot more technical. Uh, those ta- the table to tables in the back were tricky. Mm-hmm. Um, that far rhythm where we were going three three three, um, it was breaking down pretty quick. There was a rut all the way around the corner and up the face, so you had to like start cutting down, cutting down lower and lower and lower um the long whoop section was tricky uh all day you've seen a lot of crashes in it um yeah i mean in a lot of the 90s too those are tough the sand section i did a backflip in it um but for the most part i feel like that was one of the better tracks that we've had yeah um of the three so yeah i mean i i I enjoyed it 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 was a bit tough for me at first but um we got the hang of it a little bit um still still got beat though so Mm
0: -hmm.
3: Bro, that seemed like a full like East Coast style track, like short, yeah. punchy, straightaway. Yeah, Black. it was like
0: those those. Oh, like, yeah, that that. Hmm. Why did uh? Why was the dirt? It seemed softer at round three. Was it, was it did, rainy? Just, there's was there, certain, there? there was
1: certain areas where it was softer, and there was certain areas where it was harder. It was so weird. Like I, I don't know. It was the same at H two. Like the one of the rhythms was soft, and the rest of the track was pretty hard. Um, But there was no lack of traction. It was tacky everywhere. It was one of those places where you couldn't spin the rear wheel. You come out of the corner and hold the bike wide open. You're going forward or looping your bike out. One hundred percent. There, like you could turn on a dime there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There was no like slipping and sliding anywhere. The track was so tacky. Dude, one thing I thought was
2: pretty interesting. I'm like a little track nerd. Like I always yeah. study the layouts, you know. Yeah. Dude, the table table section and then the little tiny rhythm before that triple mm-hmm. was identical to Detroit like 2 years ago. They really? had the exact same sections, yeah. It's really really weird. That's crazy.
0: I didn't know you were a track nerd. Oh, dude, big, big track nerd. nerd. Big <laughs> track nerd. So, okay, so we did the podcast last Monday after H1. Mm-hmm. So H2 we should we should talk oh, about yeah, that huh. as well. But like, H uh, two went well for you.
1: Yeah, I honestly I don't even remember H two. This shit just flies off my head.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well you got eighteenth? Yeah, I did got, get eighteenth. So
1: yeah, there was people. Well, I mean honestly, I didn't ride well at all at H two in mm-hmm. the main event. I felt like a turtle out there. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest, uh, the track was short, so short but uh but yeah we got 18th but there was a lot of guys just cra- like the first five minutes of the main event i'm like oh shit there he goes oh <laughs> shit there goes another one. Oh shit mm-hmm. oh i'm like man like track's getting kind of sketchy so i just sort of just kept my pace and just sort of riding around and once you get lapped on a track that short mm-hmm. and you have so many guys on the track it's so tough to keep riding mm-hmm. you know what i mean and i don't want to be that guy i was accidentally that guy this weekend, and you know, I mean, and you see all the heat that Dino's getting for it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be the guy that's in the way, which sucks.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Whenever there's a lap time that short on a track that small, and that many guys on the track, have no idea the like when you're getting lapped, you're just getting freight trained. Yeah, it's like yeah. you dude, don't like, know think what about to it. do.
0: Like, dude, got second at t- on Tuesday, and he yeah. got lapped on Saturday. Yeah, it's crazy. So yeah, it's yeah. gnarly out it's, there. It's,
1: very very gnarly.
0: Yeah, you wanna know it? So this weekend <clears throat> this weekend rode with Tatiana, you know, our buddy from the track, and mm-hmm. she's like, Oh, what about Alex Ray, you know, getting eighteenth or twenty second at the first, and I'm all listen, you dummy. If you make the main at a supercross, you're, you're, you're a badass. Yeah. Especially the
1: four fifty class.
0: Yeah. You know, you're getting legitimately you're you're
1: yeah, one hundred percent.
0: So yeah, I mean, so <laughs> seriously. I know we always talk shit on you, but big props to you for making Huge the props, first two. Yeah. I appreciate and, that. And you Thank you. And you very well could have made the third one, I think. Yeah. I think with your gate pick for the LCQ again for the third one, you are probably like, duh. <laughs> yeah. If you had turned up the effort a little bit on the yeah. first two laps, you would have made it easy.
1: And that's the thing, too. I was just fighting with guys the first two laps, you know, because I just, I made it hard on myself. I got to, you know, I crashed in the heat, far outside gate. And then didn't get the best of jumps. Did my did my best through the first two laps to mm-hmm. get through a lot of the people, and then by the time I got to the front with the the faster guys, yeah. it was too late. I I got up on Gardner, but I made a few mistakes, and then he sort of got away from me, and then I just couldn't reel that back in. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean it sucks. It is a short race, but there are a lot of laps. Yeah. I mean, with that with that short of a lap time, so I felt like oh, okay, I have time, and then I just lost touch of it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it sucks, but to be honest, I wasn't that mad after the race because I was genuinely happy with the way I rode. I Mm -hmm. feel like H3 was the best I had ridden between H1 and H2. Mm -hmm. I just, the results just didn't show. Mm -hmm. So I I I went home happy with myself. Obviously, I should have been, put myself in a better position and got a better start, which I'm going to work on that this week. But I was happier with my riding at H3.
0: Yeah, because you started the first lap of the LCQ. Outside the top ten, I yeah.
1: yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <coughs> hey, so your heat, you crashed in the sand, right?
0: No, uh,
1: right. I crashed. At, okay, so, say so you take off the start and you do the first, the first turn. Yeah. That rhythm section, or that left, uh-huh. um, that left bull turn before that long rhythm. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. I just tipped over in the turn like a dumbass.
0: So, uh, so yeah, in the heat race, Barsha is coming around, and you. It was the weirdest thing, like you're yeah, okay outside yeah i need, I need, need to talk
1: about again. this i need to talk about this so i yeah i obviously crash i'm a lap i'm going a lap down i go through that long rhythm and then everyone is going inside inside on on off and he's the leader he's got some he's got i think or t- er, Roxen on his ass okay why didn't he go inside <laughs> the dude triples to the outside where i am and i'm like dude <laughs> come on and then. I'm like, why aren't you going inside? So I look back, and he literally just bumps me. I'm like, <laughs> why are you outside in this rut that I'm in? You know that I'm getting lapped. Yeah. Can, you, I mean, he must have had, like, gnarly, gnarly tunnel vision or something, like, in just racing the track and not paying attention to anything else. Yeah. Because he could have very well went inside and, like, just gone on about his day. But he had to just go right behind me, <laughs> hit
0: my rear wheel, and fall over. Now, when he hit you, were you looking backwards?
1: No, I like I was like, I was waiting for him to go up the inside, and when he didn't, I'm like, so I look like he bumps me, and I look back, I'm like, oh my god,
0: I'm j- I'm that guy, I'm that guy. Oh fuck. And then you oh, give fuck. back to the truck, and well, you have a text for me that says, sweet TV time, bro. Oh my god,
1: yeah. So I mean, after the after the race, um, I obviously I waited for him, you know, in the thing. I was like, hey dude, like I'm sorry, I don't know why you went outside, but I just want to say, like I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. You know, I was trying to get out of your way. He's like, no, 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 no you're good, dude. You're good. It's, you're good. It's my
0: bad. I mean, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, cool, yeah. like him and I,
1: I mean, we're, <clears> we're pretty, you in the pretty good friends. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was fine. So,
0: was that in the tunnel, Anton said?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was in the tunnel. Yeah. I mean, I was waiting for him to be pissed because you never know what you're going to get with Barsha. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, he was super cool about it. So yeah. I'm like, okay, you know, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> Luckily, well, it wasn't for. <laughs> luckily, it was only for like a couple grand heat race win versus like
0: a $100,000 yeah. race win. Yeah, <laughs> But, hey, it's fine. Okay, so uh, obviously the big hot topic this weekend was Dean Wilson, Ken Rocks, and Cooper Webb. Hey, um, what is your take on it? Because you're a racer. Okay,
1: so my take is he's in 11th, right? Yeah. He's lapping guys too. He's lapping probably 18, 19, 20. 21 and 22. Those guys. He's yeah. lapping those dudes. He's in 11th. He's racing. So he's seeing the blue flag too for those guys. So I mean him here it comes back. He's in race mode. He's in ton- he's like tunnel vision. He's probably thinking like okay, well fuck, I'm in last or I'm in 11th. There's no way I'm getting lapped, but I mean yeah. he was. And I think one of you guys said that he had just passed Ferrandis. Yep. So he thought it was Ferrandis on his ass. I, I think I think that had a lot to do with it. I mean, he's in eleventh, he's racing forward, he's also lapping people, so he's seeing blue flags the whole race because he's lapping people and the front runners are lapping people. So he doesn't know if it's for them or if for it's mm-hmm. himself. So it's it's sort of a give and take. I mean, obviously the situation sucks. We all know that. But the, for the people on Instagram who are talking shit, they don't know Dude, yeah. anything. It's these fat fucks on the couch who don't know (laughs) shit and they're they're telling dude giving him death threats on instagram like keyboard warriors like what are you doing we're out here risking our necks for you guys for entertainment Mm -hmm. and doing all this shit and just for them to just sit there and just talk shit talk shit like i mean i get it it was a shitty situation 100 percent. but until you're in that situation just sit there shut the fuck up and just watch the race yeah yeah you know what I mean? That, that's what pisses me off.
3: Dude, and it happens about this time every year, too. The natives start growing restless, and then one guy makes a mistake, and then they all just sink their teeth into him. Because, yeah. I mean, it was about this time last year, the Dylan thing happened. Yeah. And oh, yeah. people just go nuts. What the mm-hmm. hell is this talking Yeah, it, it's, it's gnarly to see all of this stuff going on.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think another thing, too, like, you guys got to think, the these guys are factory riders. Like, Dean, he doesn't have... Much much experience running behind that far behind the group and being lapped like that, like mm-hmm. these guys aren't running back in eighteenth place. Yeah, race. exactly. They yeah. don't have a lot of experience pulling over for blue flags. They're the guys usually. Hey, pull over for me. I'm
1: you're getting the blue flag. Mm-hmm. So yeah, one hundred percent. So you until like it's it's a tough situation. I've been lapped my whole fucking deal racing. Mm-hmm. It sucks one hundred percent. But at the same time, you got to have. I mean it's it's still tough I've been in people's way like just stuff happens like this weekend I mean mm-hmm. I tried my best to get out of Barsh's way and it still didn't happen he ended up crashing so
0: yeah you never know you know what sucks is the uh, you know granted people are gonna go on Dean's Instagram and go oh you should've got out of the way whatever but when it got gnarly like you suck yeah you yeah. want you retire and this and that and then that one dipshit Danny Ackerman yeah, fuck that writes guy. I hope you break your neck right like what so like that all happens, and I'm just like that oh dude's man. gonna get
1: struck by lightning, dude. Dude,
0: I hope so. I blew him out on Instagram. What yeah, I seen that. <laughs> but uh, yes, yeah, so I I just you know I I texted Dino and I said, hey, yo, dude, Swap Moto Live loves you. Chin up. Yeah. And he he texts me back and he goes, thank you. He goes, I I don't even know what people are saying about me. I just put up that apology and I deleted my Instagram. That's Aww. probably the yeah. best bet. Yeah.
1: That's the best bet.
0: But and then but dude here you go dean is always a class act right he mans mm-hmm. up apologizes you know i hit him up for Howard's weekend he sends it to me like yeah within five minutes and apologizes again on that you know it's like dude everyone makes a mistake who's never made a mistake at work right yeah yeah, yeah. Oh.
3: and it's like what what else do you expect dean to do it's not like he's someone that gives nothing back to the sport the guy has done more trying to get new yeah. sponsors in, giving kids bikes Dean has been to the absolute lowest of lows and nearly had his career ended multiple times by knee injuries and teams falling apart and all this other shit. Dean is the last guy that would be out there trying to willfully, vindictively fuck a race over. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's just a terrible situation. And like you could analyze it a million different ways. Why did Ken try to follow him? Why did Ken go to the outside line? Like All of these things that are going on, it's just a complete compilation of unfortunate circumstances coming together at the right moment.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's situations like this that make me think, like, damn, some of our falling like, really does suck in the sport. Like, no wonder some of these riders don't want to sign your freaking autographs all the time. Like, yeah, Dean's the probably one of the most liked and loved, like, personalities, yeah. and y'all yeah. can just switch a flip like that and do this
0: shit. Like, Absolutely. stupid. So, okay, so he didn't get lapped. So he had to ride a lap by himself after uh, Cooper got the checkered. Was the crowd booing him or anything?
1: Uh, I don't know. I, I wasn't down there.
0: Did you? No,
3: hear you? no, it wasn't like that. But like, okay, I got the best spot to shoot. The finish line was right there next to the podium. So as soon as Ken and Cooper crossed the finish line, you can just tell that like, okay, Kenny's coming over here at any minute. And as he was riding up, you can hear Ken cussing and screaming and everything <laughs> over his bike, all of it. And it, Don, you were there. A Ray, you were there. That's a loud ass stadium. Oh yeah, And so then he does his lap. He's peeling like Dean does his lap. Ken's peeling his gear off. And then as he comes around, you can tell that Kenny was waiting for him. And he was just like, he was just going to let him know like, dude, what, what, what was that? There was never going to be like a confrontation or anything like that. And it never seemed like the crowd went against Dino. It was more like shock and all. And there was like 500 people there. So who really gives a shit? (laughs) But like, um, on all of that there was never any kind of big problem and then when ken got on the podium and then he did his his you know interview and he said you know the old me once would want to punch a hole in the wall but i'm getting better about that that was the most noise that i heard for everybody because everybody could tell at that point like well kenny just got robbed of another win Mm -hmm. you know it sucks but you know he'll he'll understand that
0: yeah let's just hope that this championship doesn't count come down to what seven points between the uh <laughs> yeah. the penalty and another thing <laughs> yeah,
1: that would, yeah. Be, that would be crazy wow
0: well, if you're listening oh. and you're one of those that commented on dean's uh instagram like something really mean and, and uh malicious fuck you <laughs> yeah, <laughs> talking on follow us yeah <laughs> please <laughs> yeah so uh but yeah uh, uh, at the same time, though, that was a badass pass by Cooper. Dude. It was the way he cut so across sick. the ruts and just yeah. blocked him. He's
1: so good at that. Yeah, you dude. Th- those last uh-huh. second, just freaking. Hey, I'm gonna run it in here. Boom, yeah. get it done and go. Yeah, he's good at that.
0: How uh, he didn't seem like overly elated, like on no. TV at least. W- even on
1: the, I think
2: even in the TV interview, he kind of said like he got that one kind of given to him. Like he admitted it.
0: Yeah, but still first one of the year. I I guess he expects to win so he's not going to be overly sure. And to
1: with his first two rounds, I feel like that was that was a good push for him. I, I know he struggled the first round. I don't I didn't see what he got the second round. I think it was like fifth or around there. I don't know oh, yeah. Anton, you might know, but for him to get that win, I think it was a
3: real turnaround
1: for him. mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
3: It was never like the results were bad themselves, because he was in the top 10 both races, and there's not a lot of guys that can say that. Yeah. But it was mostly, they. I mean, they'll tell you, they, and he said it in the post-race press conference, they missed the mark with bike setup. Mm-hmm. All that talk of like, oh, you know, it's the same bike, we're not going to have anything, da-da-da-da. it and get Is the they air got all a air shock. Air. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, it's, it's the not the same bike. <laughs> and then they went testing this week. So they had to go figure out something. And then he said in the press conference, like, yeah, I just told the team, like, you guys have control and you do what you feel you need to do to make this bike work. Mm -hmm. And I'm just along for the ride today. Um, I think I asked him, I'm like, hey, you know, were you getting stressed? Like, were you starting to get worried that this was going to get away from you and you needed to get a win? Kind of the same way that he needed a win in San Diego last year. And he's like, yeah, dude, totally. Like, we knew we needed to get one going soon. It's not as late as Oakland was or San Diego was last year. But he's also not in the hole that he was. I he, he said that this feels a lot like 2019, and we all know how that went. Yeah. So if he's able to get a little bit of speed right now and have this go in, it should make next weekend super interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, anyway, you know this. You guys see how different all the tracks are, and Indy is, is a super technical track. The two biggest question marks of next week is like, okay, how well does – kens buy candle on a real soft track like indy and then how good will that ktm husky gas gas with the air shock yeah. be there too okay those, so all those dudes are going to be coming in there just firing at indy yeah i mean if you
1: go back and look i mean i feel like coop is he excels at really soft rutted tracks i mean you go back yeah. to oakland whenever he was on yamaha i mean he was sending it i yeah. mean granted that was on a yamaha but i still like I still think whenever he sees, like, a rutted, gnarly track, he gets excited. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, granted, Kenny, he's good at the good rut technical stuff, too, as well. But I think Coop just has that fire. Yeah. Like, at the end of the races, I feel like he's just, he's on another level.
0: Mm-hmm. Hey, Anton, so you got to talk to uh, somebody about the air shock. Like, what what is the... What's the reason? I don't for know. That? I, don't know. I, I
1: see 19 and 20. He was first and second in the damn championship. Why? <laughs> why change the fucking bike? Why? Why? Why put see, an air shock mean, on I, there? That's something that's failed before. You had freaking homeboy Brian Dungey with the <laughs> fender with on the tire with the deflated freaking <laughs> shock
3: on the fucking gate. Like it's just something else to fail. Like why change hey. it? Why? See? Hey. Okay. <laughs> So I think that this is a whole, this is admittedly, and WP won't give you a lot of information, but what I've been able to get, this is way, way different than the one that Dunge had back in the day, and he kind of got on that thing pretty quick. Like, Shorty was testing it and getting the thing figured out, and then out of nowhere it was on Dunge's bike, and you're just like, oh, okay, cool. And, I mean, we all know Ryan, we all saw how things were, he's not exactly the guy that you would try to mix it up with, like, consistency was Dunge's thing. So for them to even put the air shock on his bike back in the day was kind of like an eyebrow razor. And then when it failed, it cast all that doubt on that part as a whole. Mm -hmm. But like Shorty and Nathan Alexander, and then even the WP reps at that time would tell me like, oh no, I mean, it happens that there's always a a possibility of that, but it's not something that we're terrified of all the time. Mm -hmm. So this is a new generation of that shock. And although this is the first time that we've seen it in the U.S. in this version, They've been running it over in Europe for quite some time. There were mm-hmm. a handful of WP, like, factory-supported guys in the GP season that ran it for a few uh, rounds last year. So they've gotten a good feel for it, and it does a lot of stuff different than what the last one did. It seems like they've got a lot of the reliability issues out of the way, and then it's a more plush feel, is what Cooper said in the press conference. He's like, it just it does what you know it's going to do. It feels way more compliant, and it's more... Um, stable through the day like as it heats up and stuff like that i guess it doesn't have the big spike in performance change
2: yeah i think when don and i first saw it on some some bikes in florida i was kind of like how we are right now just like why <laughs> but i feel like this is kind of just that whole ktm group like they're always pushing searching and pushing like <laughs> first to the e start, first to do air forks and all that yeah. so maybe this is just another step in
1: the production of bikes mm-hmm. I can see that, too, with the consistency on the shock. Now, we've we've had our issues with the air forks, you know what I mean, heating up and getting all stiff. Mm-hmm. But that's a feel in the hands. So, that kind of makes sense with the shock. So, whenever you're riding, the shock obviously gets super, super hot.
3: You mm-hmm. know,
1: I mean, you've worked with your brother, stuff like this. Maybe having those extra, what are those things called? The extra canisters on there to help uh, cool yeah. the shock down?
0: The, uh... The thing, the, he sub puts tanks. In the shock. Yeah, the
1: sub tank. Yeah, 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 the
0: sub tanks on the forks, but the. I guess yeah, he calls it the shock sub tank.
1: Yeah, the shock sub tank. You have that extra volume in there to keep the shock cool, mm-hmm. so it doesn't get softer and and boingy. Mm-hmm. I guess you could say like reflective, mm-hmm. all that stuff. So I could see how it's it could be more consistent whenever it heats up. I don't know, because I guess like with a regular shock, whenever it heats up, it gets softer and right. more reboundy and kind of shitty. Mm-hmm. some of them, I don't know mine doesn't but hey. <laughs> um so I mean I, I guess I could sort of see that but it's still like holy shit man if that thing deflates oh I'd I know huh.
0: remember how low that bike was yeah, at the end of the day <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh but I mean it's like why I mean it, yeah. wow. like if it, it, does it work that much better it obviously doesn't you know the, we haven't had well no it's won the first race One, two out yeah. of three yeah yeah but I don't know. It's like if, it, if it's a weight thing, KTM is already so light.
1: Mm-hmm. You would think that. And the, it is lighter. It's lighter. Dude, they're it's pushing. Considerably the, lighter, I heard. They're pushing
2: the edge on the lightness over there. They're going to yeah. have to run some thicker graphics or somebody something. Needs to, somebody some needs balance. to weigh that bike. Somebody needs to <laughs> yeah. weigh that bike this year. Mm-hmm. Shit. But you would think they would throw it on someone else, like not their top guys. Yeah. The first season. Like maybe throw it at Pettis or something for mm-hmm. him to try. If he wasn't her, obviously, but well, yeah, it is a little odd, I think. Unless it's so you also, good.
3: You also can't put it on Pettis' bike, though, because it's not a production part, so he okay. can't buy it. 250 yeah. Class has those suspension packages rules. Mm. And see, that's what WP did back in the day. That's why they had Shorty. Andrew is an amazing test rider, yeah. and he was kind of like the guinea pig. You know, Andrew guinea-pigged a lot of stuff that, back in that time. Um, unfortunately, and this is no knock on anybody... But Joey Savace and Justin Bogle are not the guys that you need to be trying to get all your data from right now. You just need those guys to stay in one piece. Mm -hmm. If you have something that you think, hey, this is super reliable, and it's been proven enough already, then you put it on Cooper, you put it on Marvin, you put it on those guys. I think the big test on how good that thing is will be if you see the GP guys like Hurlings and Cairoli and Prado on that thing. Then you know shit's going to get real. But I think at this point, too... This thing is probably still maybe three at a good tip, clip, five years away from production. This thing is not something that WP is just going to start throwing at shit next year. It, it, it looks like it's a while down the pipeline. Mm. Mm.
0: Man, I hope it's not production. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, 250 class. Christian comes out swinging, wins the first one. Looks a little flustered, the second one gets third. Yeah. And then H3. Things are it's looking leading mm-hmm. and uh, Colt got him right at the end. I know he was not happy, yeah. <clears throat> you could see it in the uh, the Howard's Weekend video I got before you know the question Howard's Weekend was asked, you know, to pump. So, um,
2: but he's got to expect that. I mean, Colt and him are right there next to each other at all the time, from what right? We hear, right? All the time, right? All the time, yeah. I don't know why it would be so much different at the I races. don't know if he
1: like he pumped, did he pump up, get tight, or yeah. was it just lappers, or what, what
2: was okay, it? Okay,
0: at H2. He made reference to some sort of mechanical trouble and okay. having a uh, clutch. A clutch? So so clutch.
3: clutch started going out. Okay. okay,
0: so you had to nurse that home. But uh yeah, I don't know.
3: Huh. I mean, let's just be honest, Colt was faster. Yeah. There, he he was faster as as just as fast in all three races. He had the lap times to prove it. Mm-hmm. And if you watch that race, Christian had clear track and Colt was still kind of reeling him in at a few different times. Yeah. Like, Colt had different sections of the track dialed in where Christian had other set sections dialed in, and it just kind of came to be. I think that was kind of inevitable because Colt showed him a wheel early, Christian got him back, and then he went again. Like, mm-hmm. that that was kind of coming for a while. And we all three, like me, you, A-Ray, and even Tick, on last week's show, all agree that Colt was ready to come on pretty strong. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. yeah. it's funny, as I talked to... Uh I talked to Jordan Smith Saturday morning. I did I did a podcast with him. And I was like, all right, I'm put you on the spot. Who you got tonight? And he called out Colt.
2: Oh, really? Yeah, he's That's like, you sick. know,
0: Colt's going to win. He's been right there. Yeah. He's overdue. Yeah. And, like, right after the main, I get a text from Jordan. Ah, I told you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's sick. How's Jordan doing? Is he?
0: Uh, he's back on the bike. Okay. Uh, he's going to ride Supercross, I think, next week. Sweet. He said, but, you know, he's got two and a half, three weeks. Yeah. He said that before he broke his thumb, he felt the good. best he's felt on Supercross in a long time. And yeah, that, he was yeah. ripping
1: while he was in California.
0: Sweet. Yeah. So he says that the new bike's really good. You know, the funny thing is I was asking him to talk about his teammates a little bit. Yeah. He's never even met Joe. Yeah?
2: Like,
0: like even before, like on Trackwalker, he said he's never wow. met Joe. Crazy. And so I told him, oh, he's a nice Japanese boy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but... You got to feel it for Forkner, though. And RJ. Yeah. Four,
0: four years in a row?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Any word on what that was, Anton? Is it a broken collarbone?
3: It's collarbone. Um, there, I mean, there was some worry that it was his shoulder there for a minute, like as soon as he did it. Yeah. But the fact that, like, there was no big scramble to put anything back in place, he just grabbed his arm and walked out of the stadium. You're like, okay, that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, they haven't said how bad it is yet, you know, but, like,. Yeah, you can have that
1: thing plated. Yeah, you can have that thing lined up Saturday. Yeah. 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 Okay. Has Has Bowers did that right? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. it and then raced. Now, but here's your situation. He is out of the championship. It's it's very unlikely because those guys scored 25 points that he didn't get to do. There's only a handful of races left. You got the three Indy rounds, one Orlando, and then one before Salt Lake City he's going to point out this year if he was to come back and just start kicking ass, mm. you know, and end his 250 career early, yeah. do you wait and let He'll him heal wait. up and yeah. then come back in 22 and then go for a title and wait for whatever's going to happen in the 450 class to happen? guy guys going to eventually retire and then open up some factory spots and then he yeah. moves right in? Or does he just like commit what could be career suicide, come back early and then get advanced out like ArtRap did with mm-hmm. no place to go?
1: Yep.
0: Yeah. No, Harraf didn't advance out, did he? No, he didn't.
1: He's yeah. he just didn't get a ride. Yeah. Um, but still, yeah. he's he's a bigger guy, so I mean, I mean, I mean, obviously he's missing the 250 class for sure, but I don't know. I feel like yeah. give him some time, and he will get the 450 figured yeah. out. Yeah. Is he okay? Yeah, he's fine.
0: Okay, because uh, I talked to him at H2, and uh, he was just like, "Dude, this 450 class is gnarly." <laughs> no, it's gnarly. I think
1: it 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 took him by surprise a little bit. Mm-hmm. um but uh yeah i mean we don't fuck around on that 450 class so
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's all it's gnarly he goes i was surprised he's like i moved up too early yeah,
2: yeah. You hey know. do you find that humbling Ray, when you see a, a guy bit. like him podium i mean a guy move
1: up and you're just like damn i mean a little bit yeah but i mean fuck dude look who we're racing yeah you know it, it sucks i mean it, when you when you move up to the 450 class it's like getting thrown to the wolves you, it's yeah. a whole different thing I'm trying to move down. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you would be so fast. We've all seen you on small bikes. Dude, I feel like I could be a, a pretty solid top 10 guy on the East Coast. Yeah. yeah or what, or was it West or West. whatever the fuck's raising right yeah, now. Yeah. West. I feel like I could be a solid top 10 guy. Dude, I, I got to say it. There are so many
2: names. I feel guilty. There's so many names on the West Coast that I've never even heard. I I'm,
1: like. s- I'm stoked on Volan, though.
2: Yeah. I mean, I get it. it.
1: I get it. Jet is fucking 17 too. I get yeah. that. But Volan raced a 125 yeah. at Loretta's last year. Yeah. <laughs> he raced a 120 he raced schoolboy class. Yeah. And he's crushing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's obviously had his sketchy moments. Yes, but for the most part, I mean, he's led heat races. Yep, He's top 10 every weekend. I mean, and he got his career best this weekend. I mean, I think it's a win. I th- I think it's great. I he only has room for I mean, he this guy's the limit for him. I think yeah. he's improved each week. I think he's proven
2: a lot of people wrong for sure.
0: And he's racy. I mean,
1: shit, he ran most
2: of the there.
0: The fucking bird, uh-huh, dude. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> what
2: about yeah. local boy Josh Veres too?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Big props to Veres. Yeah. Man. Joshua.
2: Joshua. I was sorry corrected guys.
0: by his father. <laughs> <laughs> he grabs me. I like Joshua and just walks away. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Josh- okay. Joshua Veres. <laughs> Joshua Varese. Yeah. I
1: I did a few motors with him preseason and he's he has improved a lot. Yeah. He's, he's came on pretty I mean, well. Dude,
0: he was in seventh on uh, on Saturday night for quite a while and crashed right at the yeah. end. Yeah, 11. bummer, bummer. But dude, it's so sick seeing him in the uh, in the A practice, mm-hmm. right? I'm just like, dude, look yeah. at Josh out there, Aye, Joshua right. out there. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so does he plan to
1: uh, stay amateur after this year and race Loretta's again, or I don't or think so. I think full, this is it. This is it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool.
0: Yeah, he's uh he's he and Renee right now are driving to Indy nice i like that where do you say he was He says mississippi or something right okay. now okay yeah, uh, yeah i'm gonna do one of the quarantine shows with him here after we're done here oh right. nice <clears throat> but uh but yeah he's he it's cool to see him a, a kid that's too. grown up at our race series yeah uh-huh. you know and uh
1: working with nate ramsey a
3: lot yeah and,
1: and all that and i think that's paying off so that's good
3: who does ken roxon Jay sexton hunter lawrence jet lawrence mitch evans and four-time world champion Tim Geiser turned to for power, Yoshimura, since 1954. Since
1: 2005, Risk Racing has been a leading innovator within the motocross industry, all while doing it in their own unique way. Whether you are looking for the premier motocross transport system, the lock and load pro, or the EZ utility jug, the fuel can of choice, for me, SGB Racing's Alex Ray, Risk Racing is there to be your go-to motocross shopping destination head over to riskracing.com today and see their entire product line. Use code SWAP at checkout to receive 15% off the entire purchase.
0: Hey everyone, Don Moeta here. Over the past 20 years, I've built a ton of cool motocross project bikes. When it comes to choosing a great wheel set, my first call is always to the crew at WUSA. Importers and distributors of Talon, Kite, Han, and Edge hubs, the wheel building team at W is unrivaled
1: Hey what's up guys, this is
2: Connor Erickson, but you probably know me best as Buttery Films. Temecula T-Shirt Printers handles all of my needs and also services many other big players in motocross. Whether you're starting a brand or just want some team T-Shirts printed, there's no one that does better work or has a service as good as these guys. Check them out online at TemeculaT-ShirtPrinters.com.
0: Hey guys, this is Shane McGrath of the Star Racing Monster Energy Yamaha
1: Team. BC Fit Mills has been a huge tool in my success by keeping me healthy, energetic, and recovering the best way I possibly can. All their meals are super delicious, ready to eat, and take the guesswork out of trying to eat right daily. Visit their website at bcfitmills.com and sign yourself up today. Out here, on the edge, failure is no option. Here, you don't compromise. Off-road, on-road, on the track, off the grid, Sunstar sprockets and brake discs come installed in more motorcycles and all-terrain vehicles than any other in the world, period. The engineers who design your bike, trust and Sunstar for the same reason you should. Because here, on the edge, failure is no option. Sunstar, number one in sprockets and brake discs.
3: What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order.
0: Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Life podcast for additional discounts in the shop. Thinking back to Volan, I interviewed him, I think, at the Mini Major like three years ago, four years ago. Dude, that's nuts. But I remember I was all... Yo, dude, so your dad, you know, your dad was a badass and, and accomplished quite a bit all around the world. You know, I'm, I I worked with with your dad, you know, early in my career or whatever. Like, actually, so you can follow in his footsteps. He's all, <laughs> surpass him in a second. I just remember Kind of cocky, man. I don't know. I think.
1: Volen was one of my favorite, favorite riders growing up, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, when he was on PC, like, untucked jersey, just fucking wide open. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I liked when he was on the fmf Honda. Yeah, that too. Yeah, big old 711 hand guards.
2: Hey, what's the word on RJ? I haven't even heard what happened. Or is it like a boxer's fracture in his
3: hand or or something? Of that said, it said wrist. Um, dude, he was beaten up coming yeah. into the day. Like we talked on Saturday morning, he showed me his hand from his run-in with Christian at round one. Yeah. And there was a nice stripe of stitches down one finger. And he was fired up about the takeout that he had with Forkner at round two. So you could tell, like, hey, he was, he was really coming in and eager to make some results happen. But then he went down in the free practice and, and exited the track. So mm. sucks for RJ. And I think he's in another position, too. Like,
2: he's already oh, beaten yeah. up. He's, oh, already, geez, he's,
3: yeah. he's already got a lot of problems as it is right now. So does he try to force the issue like he did? We did a media conference on uh, Wednesday. After the Tuesday race with just the 250 class, and he's like, "Oh yeah, my whole week right now is just on recovery to be ready for Saturday." So Jeez. he's already beaten up. Does he does he have to force it to come back or not? And that yeah. sucks too because, dude, I was not enjoying myself. Uh, I was not. A, I was like worried about what was going to happen because that track looked so technical, and then, dude, Saturday afternoon was a meat grinder. Yeah. R.J. went out, Forkner went out, Jet went out. Dude, mm-hmm. Vince crashed his brains out, and that was pretty scary for yeah. a minute because he was not moving for quite some time. Like, that was kind of the part of the season where you're like, okay, these first two have been great, but are we getting ready to see the whole field just get shredded uh, in half yeah, because of yeah. how hard this track is? And, and that's something that everybody's going to be fearful of as this thing goes on, especially with the short turnaround time.
2: Yeah. Did RJ go down in that same triple out that Forkner did?
3: I didn't even get to see it.
0: Hmm. hmm. Hey, so backing up to uh, H2, how yeah. about that sand section, dude, claimed yeah. everyone,
1: well, including you. Yeah, including me. But uh, both sand sections have claimed me, bro. <laughs> fuck. Yeah, you should have And, and seen Tampa. Me. <laughs> yeah, and Tampa. <laughs> Holy shit. You should have seen me do, like, a somersault this past weekend, Saturday, dude. It was crazy. So oh, like you did s- go down. Let yeah, I did. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's what
0: I thought. Sand with supercross suspension.
1: No. Yeah. Okay, no. so here, like... My dad and my mechanic, they were saying, dude, you're like a sand rider. You grew up riding at that sand track at your house. Why Why are you always crashing in the sand at Supercross? Okay, for one, <laughs> Supercross suspension, it's gnarly, okay? Yeah. Two, you're going Mach 10 off of a triple on some tacky dirt, you know, like tacky awesome badass chocolate cake into a beach sand type <laughs> section that has like rollers and it's deep and it just swallows you up and you have these tough blocks where everything fades out wide and then i don't know it's just it it sucks yeah it's not like sand at that we see at private it's not like it's not like sand that's at a ra- or at a dirt bike track yeah, like yeah, at yeah. a sandy loamy track mm-hmm. it's this shit i don't know where <laughs> they even get it from <laughs> that it it just swallows you up and you get freaking blasted in the face you can't see shit there's all kinds of like soft spots and little pockets and then on top of that it has dirt underneath it yeah. and if you go off the track and you get sketchy it's a freaking concrete yeah <laughs> yeah with like 10 photographers right there trying to get a sand <laughs> shot so you're having to dodge
0: them if you run off the track <laughs>
1: so i don't know it's sketchy supercross is sketchy dude
0: yeah so much happened hey, we're- sand section like right in front of me yeah mm-hmm. i was like, I didn't see Chase fly through the air because the tough block was right in front of my face, mm-hmm. but I was yeah. shooting to this side. But, I mean, and Chase, Adam, Marvin, they all crashed right in front of me.
1: Mm-hmm. H2, I crashed right in front of Anton. Let, freaking blew out all the tough blocks. I'm like, hey, Yes, dude. you did. Hey dude, <laughs> Yes, you did. And
3: I looked up at you, and you we locked eyes, and I'm just like, you're good. Like, you'll be fine. I'm like, yep. <laughs> hey, Alex, uh, at H2... Was there like a little curb that fell away, which is what happened to Sexton? Like that's totally what happened, right? Is this yeah. back end just stepped out over like a G out.
1: Okay, so what they do is they had they made the berm with dirt, right? There's a dirt like all, all the pad, the whole pad is like dirt underneath the sand, and then they have a berm on the outside that's dirt. What they and then they put a thing full of sand over it. So what was going on, there was a nice berm there, nice berm, and then you could feel a little bit of the dirt. And then what happened was that sand pushed over the dirt on top of it. So you see his rear wheel kick out and over that berm. Mm -hmm. And then that's all she wrote, baby. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's sketchy.
0: I'm waiting to hear uh, more news from Chase, like what his MRI said and everything. But when I spoke to him on the phone Sunday, he's like, I think I'm good. I think I'm okay. I'll be back. I'm all is it swollen? Because it's super swollen. I'm oh jeez. You're geez. away for this MRI. Yeah. But he said uh oh, there might be something in my back like my shoulder blade. <laughs> oh <laughs> like, god. Geez. Break your scapula. That takes a little while.
2: Speaking yeah. of back, uh, some of this pure concoct? Poor Woodcock sure. went down. Wow. That crash was bad, dude. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Woodcock, the best name in the
1: pits. He's, yeah. He's
2: kind of fucked up. Yeah, I talked to him this morning, but He's getting—he got feeling back, which is good. But that's kinda, oh, he's so scary. Dude. Oh, thank God! He broke his back. Thank yeah, God. dude, he had, yeah. he had no feeling for a little bit. He said he's a little tingly still
1: on the bottom of his feet, but <laughs> wow. he was walking this morning or last night. Because the way he landed, it was pretty—it yeah. was pretty abrupt and kind of scary. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was terrible. Those whoops—they—they they were. It's not that they were hard. It wasn't that they were cupped out. They were just so fucking tacky. Yeah. So if you got a little bit off balance, mm-hmm. your, your shit was going side to side or it was pulling you different ways because yeah. the dirt was so tacky. And you had – it was a little soft, so you had like these little ruts in each spot yeah. where the rear wheel was. none hit. of them
0: lined up. None of them
1: lined up. <laughs> yeah, so that's why you've seen a lot of the guys dancing around a little bit side to side. And then that left side, there was that rut through there. Mm-hmm. You get a little bit of side to side there too because it's – whenever you hit the spot in the same line it creates like a v
0: mm-hmm. like
1: in each whoop and whenever you hit the edges of that v it'll knock yeah. the it'll kick the rear wheel back and forth back and forth and that's where you've seen a lot of the guys it was biting them yeah hey,
3: hey ray what are the whoops before the finish line at h2 or those ones after that little speed check rower this weekend harder
1: i think uh i would say the ones before the finish line at h2 yeah those look tricky
3: yeah, dude. Because dude, so many guys got like buck wild. They those. were easier.
1: Like, they were easier to skim at H three than they were at H two. Hmm.
3: Yeah. They showed that footage of John Short kind of losing it uh, from H two, <laughs> dude, yeah. and where he went like a lap prior, I was standing right there, and I was like, "I'm good." And this was this was not even five minutes after rich Shepard, one of the other photographers on the floor got cleaned out by Karen thurman and yeah. hurt pretty bad so like everybody was on red alert the rest of that night and then all day yesterday or all day saturday about not getting hit by bikes you know like you it's really it's hectic down there right now
0: mm. hey so after rich got cleaned out and hurt did that change access for
3: photographers
0: on uh saturday
3: mm. surprisingly no um, but I think everybody just kind of, I mean, that's the greatest fear. I mean, you and Gar's been hit, Ryan's been hit, Casey's been hit. You know, me and you have, have had our narrow misses and stuff like that. Don, you've had your own incidents. Freestyle photocross
1: uh, got hit. Yeah, a, yeah,
3: yeah. You know, <laughs> but I think, I think everybody was just way more conscious of it now because you know, like, oh, it, it can really happen. Sometimes you don't think it'll happen, and then it happens, and, and then you're freaked out. Was there a but, photographer uh,
1: that got kicked out this past week? or Brown Dog. Yeah. Oh, it was? Yeah.
2: Tuesday. But he was All back. Right. He was oh, back okay.
3: on uh, Saturday.
1: That's good.
2: Dude, how about that Asterix medical guy that ran in front of Roxanne and the Heat? Oh, <laughs> my that God.
3: That was not just any Asterix medical. Al- was, was that Doc Bodner? <laughs> that was Doc Bodner. <laughs> Heck, yeah.
1: Dude.
3: I saw Bodner.
1: Him. Oh, my God. He's in the thick of it. I didn't see it. I haven't seen well, Was he
0: attending to someone, though? I mean, was there a reason to run across? No. Tr-
1: no, I, so. uh, I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> no, he was, no. <laughs> he was just... Dude, my butt puckered when I saw it. I was like, oh, uh, he, he doesn't have the longest of strides either. <laughs> he like, you know what he looked
0: like when he was running? He looked like those little bears for the Grateful Dead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: jeez, <laughs> oh. man.
0: So, uh, okay, so we have this week off. And then, boom, the three Indies, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so you're back in California. Like, it's funny because... All the star guys are back here. Mm-hmm. Colt told me they're flying out Wednesday morning, so I maybe I assume they might be doing press day first Friday, Friday yeah. or something. Holy
1: shit, really? Wednesday yeah. morning?
0: Yeah, home for three days? Come on.
1: I'm I'm flying home Thursday morning, or flying there Thursday morning. I have an mm-hmm. Airbnb. Where are you staying?
0: You going? Yeah, Anton's going. I'm not going. Why? I'm waiting until the first, uh, the Florida, the second Florida.
1: Okay, all right. Yeah, Anton's going to have a scarf. He's going
3: to be all fucking... Oh, I'm bundled up for the deep chill. That thing is going to be colder than a bitch this weekend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> are you, uh, you going to yeah. drive back and forth from your house?
3: Um, I think I'm going to say I'm going to definitely going to stay out there for Saturday, Tuesday. And then mm-hmm. sat- or Tuesday night, I plan to bail. Like, I had a great time. Houston was cool. That house was awesome for 12 days. Like, that was just enough to get going. But I don't want to be gone uh, that long unnecessarily especially if the drive is only three hours like if i can get three
1: days at home i i'll take it for for sure i'm yeah. stoked dude about this weekend. i get my new van no, no way you got a van are you figured yes. out how you're gonna get home you got that? a
0: sprinter back here
1: i have not figured that out yet that's why i was hoping that you would just fly to india and then drive it back for me <laughs> well i would <laughs> yeah yeah you yeah. would since Well, maybe
0: good. there's a listener that wants to uh drive a van from indianapolis to california for free, for you. you got Dahmer right
3: there. You for a Jersey, right Dahmer. Yeah,
0: Dahmer is the road warrior. Yeah, you want to go and, and, Roger and Roger Larson? Dahmer, yeah. I'll give you a thirty
1: rack of freaking Modellos, dog. If you fucking drive, <laughs> j- <laughs> if you drive my freaking van out here, I try to, I, I gotta get that thing to custom upfits pronto, dude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So is it gonna go from Indy uh, to Sacramento?
1: I don't know what I'm doing yet. When when is our two week break? Uh... I don't
0: know. Better to ask Anton that.
3: Yeah. Uh it's after Orlando. Oh, okay. Well, shit.
0: You I know what?
1: I'm going to have to figure it out. I don't know. I, I don't want to drive, but I feel like I'm going to have to drive it from India. Yeah, I got to change my flight. I have to drive.
0: You're going to drive it home. Maybe, I don't Is know, it unless a tin one can of these right listeners right out... what? Yeah, it's a tin, it a tin can. Right right dude,
1: do not drive that thing for longer <laughs> than 5 hours. <laughs> it's a tin can right now. I don't know. I'm going. I'm going on the pulp show tonight too. So I'm going to ask some people over there too. Mm. Are you to driving there? Vegas right now? No, I'm flying. no I'm flying there. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: So, uh, yeah. How about? How about? You know, if someone drives it out, then you'll fly them home, right? Uh, how much uh, is Andy plane ticket? No, plane I don't tickets know. are cheap now, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe I'll fly them Spirit. Yeah. <laughs> IKEA Airlines.
1: Jesus. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm balling on a budget. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have. To, I'm gonna have to, I might have to drive it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Tuan, I'm super happy to be scrolling through Kickstarter already, and uh this picture of Barsha. I don't know. You got one of Barsha and Tomac, and you did it in black and white and color. Yeah. Dude, that looks so good. Oh, the thank you. So yeah. Bad. That-
3: that was a fun stadium to shoot, like. Yeah. But, but it's like anything. You're like, okay, I'm ready to go to the next thing. But yeah, it was cool. Um, dude, Texas sucks, <laughs> right? There wasn't. There wasn't shit to do. I mean, there's like, all just, cause just we didn't NASA. Get around, that was it. Shit.
1: That it was. There was NASA, and then I think a couple people went and did go karts. But dude, to be honest, I stayed isolated. I played Xbox the whole time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like cause uh, Sunday I woke up. Mm-hmm. And I, work, I sat at the kitchen table from 12 to 12, worked. And then Monday, we did the podcast in the morning, and I worked till 7 o'clock, and I'm all, ah, Anton, give me the keys. And I just went and drove around, went to the mall and walked There down. wasn't
1: shit there either.
0: <clears throat> no. The best thing about Houston, in my eyes, was I discovered wrap snacks. Really? Oh, my God. Yeah. And you left at a good time, too, because after you left, the weather just <clears throat> turned to shit. Oh, it got cold, huh?
1: Yeah. It, well, it didn't get cold. It just got rainy and just shitty gloomy.
0: <clears throat> so. So, okay. What's the schedule this week? Are you going to... And it's raining here in Southern California, yeah. so now you get some quality Supercross time. Well, I
1: mean, it's raining today. I think it'll be nice tomorrow. I don't know. I'm going to have to hit up Aaron Cook and see how State Fair is. That's my place. I yeah. love that place. It's awesome.
0: Tuesday and Wednesday is supposed to be nice.
1: Yeah, so I'm going to see if the track will be open uh, tomorrow. Um, if not, I'm going to probably go to the High Des and ride with Kiefer. Dude, if mm-hmm. they
2: got as much rain as I did at my house 20 miles away last night, that
1: track's not going to be open for a couple of days. Eesh. Well, then I'm going right. to the High Des with Kiefer, riding <laughs> at
0: 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. Is it snowing up there right now?
1: Doesn't I matter. They had snow on the floor. Doesn't matter. Oh. We're going.
0: When you ride with Kiefer, do you have to wear a mismatched jersey and pants? <laughs>
1: I will. Yeah. If I have to. We're Soul Riders up there. Yeah. Okay, when you go soul to when riders. you when you go up the hill past San Bernardino, like when you maybe it might be even be before you pass Glen Helen pass. Yeah. When before you pass Glen Helen, the fucking soul just comes out. <laughs> oh yeah. Soul Riders. Mm-hmm. The massive amount of just soul i mean dude you're like you don't it doesn't matter if your your goggle strap is upside down you're mismatching jerseys you got different color boots on doesn't matter as long as you're riding your dirt bike once you pass glenn helen yeah and you're up in the high desk you're just <laughs> fucking a soul rider
0: oh man so anton uh where are you right now how many hours till you're home
3: uh, I just went through Texarkana. Um, so I think like eight hours, <coughs> uh, hours? seven and a half hours, seven and a half. So I do got you, a nice, do you go through Arkansas? You
1: go through Arkansas, right? Yeah. Good luck yeah. with that shit. They got the worst fucking roads in the United States.
3: <laughs> I don't know, man. I was not a fan of those side roads to avoid the Houston toll roads either. Me and yeah. when I drove down to the airport on Wednesday. We went on, you know, a safari of back side streets and all that shit. No, I was just oh, I'm happy to be on the interstate and just, like, penning it.
1: I was just talking about Arkansas in general. I-40 through I- Arkansas, is like Enduro Cross. Bro,
3: <laughs> well, okay. If you ever... There's no interstate that connects the part of Houston to, like, the other interst- interstates to go north. So then you just take all these backcountry highways through Texas. And so you'll be doing, like, 75 because that's the speed limit. And then you come around a corner and it's 55. And then you get it going again and it's, like, 65. So the... the Speed's always changing. So, on the way down there last week, I was going through a section. It was 75. I came around the corner. I saw that the digital speedometer sign on the road said 55. So, I started braking. And as I'm braking, a cop is, like, driving head-on, throws the headlights on, and, like, almost takes my front end out to pull me over. Oh, my God. Yeah, apparently I was going through a school zone, and they were going to arrest me and detain me for three days. Oh. And, yeah, so I'm not a big fan of driving through Texas either. I'm ready
0: to be (laughs) back on those
3: hick-ass roads in Illinois.
0: Hell, yeah. (laughs) Why yeah. <laughs> Why does that story coming from Anton not <laughs> surprise surprised you day? at all?
3: God, at all? You, no. Yeah. God, that shit's I'm funny. I'm surprised they didn't get called a pull-off I when see your my off. like they did last time.
0: <laughs> so did you get a ticket?
3: <laughs> no, he gave me a warning.
1: That's uh, some uh, bullshit. <laughs> uh, yeah. I got I yeah. to pay a ticket that I got on the way to State Fair the other day. I was ripping on 215. <laughs> Uh-oh, got pulled over. We're at right after uh, Ethernet? Yeah. Oh, yeah, right, yeah, right yeah, at the yeah. neck. Yeah, I was getting right there. Yeah, he was a cocksucker.
0: So, hey, guys, California is open. He was open. yelling at me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was yelling at me. I'm like, dude, what's your problem this morning? And he's say like, like, tighten up your program. Yeah. <laughs> Trust the process. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus
0: Christ. So, Dahmer and I had breakfast at Corky's and we sat inside this morning. Really? California's open. Because oh, it was rich. Ra- oh, wait, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> our, our fucking super wise governor. You know, deem that it's safe now. Hey. Well, we
2: can't drive 120 miles away from home, though.
0: So swap. Hmm.
1: New investment. Uh-oh. What's this? El Cerrito Cafe. Dude, let's
0: bring it back. <laughs> Did they go out of business? I think so. Oh, oh that's sad. God. We'll just call it the rat house. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, dude. That rat was huge as fuck. That thing was the biggest rat I've ever seen,
1: dog. Ran out of the kitchen.
0: <laughs>
1: that place was good, though. I don't know if it had rat turds in the food to make it better, but shit, it was good. Mm.
0: All righty. Well, uh, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, well, uh, well, you're not coming back, so we're going to have to call you in for uh I'm cool with it. Maybe you can uh, maybe you can go do it in person with uh, with Anton in the Airbnb. That's fine. So, I'm into it. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that
3: because we'll be together on Monday. Yeah. like I'm, I'm staying there. Yeah yeah I'm,
1: I'm pretty close as well so i got a three-bedroom apartment i think for my airbnb mm-hmm. so dialed
0: cool well guys thanks for listening we'll uh, talk to you next monday on behalf of uh a ray chase and anton have a great week since 1991 pro taper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting innovative and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 1⁄8-inch handlebar and the micro-handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.